thanks to the Diamond Tina Podcast Network, this is more Fired Up! That music doesn't get you more fired up, Stephen Ferris. I don't know what. It's so good to be with you again. Well, I need my magnesium salt flakes. That's, that's what will really get me fired up this morning, Chris. Yes, well, you're referring to where we're broadcasting from. We should do introductions completely. Like last Friday on the new Fire Up, we had Yvonne Sampson and Ian Darling, the director of the Adam Goods documentary, The Final Quarter. Yes. I mean, that's quality people to be working with. I, I did feel humbled. Yep. <laughs> Shabby. Yeah. This, this morning we've got no, Dennis, Dennis Carnahan. Unprofessional, yes, exactly. Yeah, they, they all do it to us. That's the whole point of Fire Up, isn't it? It's a home for wayward children. That's right. So it's because you felt shabby you've turned up today in the twin set. Exactly. <laughs> <We're not girls. laughs> Hello, Dennis. Good morning. So it's we, good to be here floating. It is. It's our first outside broadcast. We are at La Cure, a wellness centre in Caring Bar, mm. where one of the co-investors is New South Wales number nine, looking forward to Origin this Wednesday at Suncoast Stadium. And I speak, of course, of Damien Cook. Damien Cook. Uh, and there's a French connection, isn't there? The name. Yes. Yes, the French loved the southern region, didn't they? La Perouse. We're in the magnesium salt float tank, yes. which Damien uh, likes to spend 45 minutes uh, a week in. Yes. He says, it gives me an hour away from technology. If that's not Freddie Fitler philosophy writ large, away from the outside world in complete silence and really refreshing the mind, which I believe is very important these days. After a float that night, I had my best sleep of the week and end up feeling great for the game. Apparently, one hour of floating is the equivalent of four hours sleep. How good is float tanking? <laughs> and what happens if you do add sleep on top of that? You have an eight-hour sleep. Is, can that be harmful, Chris? Is there a negative in there? And I'm asking you, is this not a break from the traditional workflow practices of most rugby league players? Whilst he's playing, he starts up a health workshop? Yeah. Well, you as know, opposed to a future barista? I was say, it's normally a coffee shop. So this is definitely a pivot. Can I just say, I, I spent some time living on the north coast of New South Wales, up around the Byron Shire, and uh, I did partake... In a float. Mm-hmm. I had a float in a tank, and a magnesium sulfate tank, and it was lovely. It was very floaty. There was a lot of magnesium sulfate, so your body floats. You know, it's like the Dead Sea where there's more salt in the water, so your body is buoyant. Mm. Um, the funny thing, the thing I found most funny about it is saying, oh, so it's Epsom salts. And they're like, what do you mean? Magnesium sulfate. It's commonly known as Epsom salts. Right? So people for centuries have been saying, yeah, a bit of hot water and the Epsom salts. And what happens is the Epsom salts, they actually mean the water contains its heat longer. Yes. So the water doesn't cool down as Auntie quick. Auntie Enid knew that during the Auntie war. Auntie Enid knew that during the, both wars, in the Boer War, yes. Crimean War. Wow. And so this this new technology, it's fantastic using Everything old salt bath. Again. Everything exactly. old again, you know that. It's been around for a while. Where my uh, photocopy machine is at my office is where there used to be a float tank because my office used to be a New Age healing centre. Does the photocopier... Is it a very buoyant photocopier? It's soothing, mm. let me tell you. So now you expose your bottom to the photocopier and the float <laughs> tank. Well, it's funny you say that because the reason I discovered the, the, the original place was a friend of mine uh, known as Madge had anger management issues. He tended to throw his golf clubs further than he could hit the ball. So he discovered floating and he had some complimentary ones. Yeah. I went and did it. Didn't really work for me in the sense that I was just slightly too big for the tank. And I'd just be getting into a meditative state <laughs> You're and I'd cramp and I'd clip the edge of the yeah. thing. Oh, no uh, office tape. And I know for that, very, that very reason you've never sat on top of a photocopy machine. <laughs> Whereas uh, there was a girl in our circle and, and she was, oh, I'd like to do that. And she arrives at the centre and they go, well, this is where you um, take your clothes off. And she goes, excuse me? And she goes, well, yes, you, you, you're not clothed in the tank. She goes, well, I don't think that's excuse appropriate. Me? <laughs> wow. So it's a great way to get your yeah. kid off. Um, really good of La Cure to have us here. And um, the centre boasts a chirotherapy machine along with a float tank, infrared sauna. That 
I don't know about what? that. Compression brutes, but mm, this is where it gets a little murky. Intravenous therapy. Wow. I don't know. Rugby league players and intravenous therapy, it's yeah. a heavy yeah. mix. Yeah. It doesn't sound like fun. No. No. But we're here. We're here. Because we're, we're, we're game. We're fun guys. And yeah. we're stupid. And, and we're devoted to breaking down the NRL game by game, tackle by tackle, post-contact meter by post-contact meter, a really comprehensive walk through the NRL round 11. Have you given a, a reminder or a warning to the listeners that it was a, a half round this week and we're on air in, on, under false pretenses? Well, we're only going to do half a show. Okay, good. And, I mean, this is the – it's the eternal debate about the impact of origin on the NRL, isn't it? Yeah. There's one uh, camp that says rugby league is about opportunity. And think about all the kids who got to run this weekend because players were away on origin duties. And as a pundit, I like to see where the next wave of talent comes from. Yes. On the other hand, there's the school of thought that says it's just a dud round. All right. I think Craig Bellamy's got it right. It's actually an excuse for the decent people to have a holiday because where did Belliate go this mm-hmm. week during mm-hmm. buy round? Somewhere expensive. Hamilton Island. Hamilton Island. Not often you'd be describing Belliac as a decent man. <laughs> and he probably, he may, well, he is but a gentleman. It does allow, and, and Dennis does allow the, 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 it opens the door, I should say, for cultural phenomena like us talking about the cure, like us talking about Kevin going a little bit space age, like us talking Lucky about a whole lot of other yep. issues in rugby, but rugby league. Well, this is right because we are going to unpack and forensically unpick the short and round uh, 11. Yes. But twice not right the analysis. Now. Half the games, twice the analysis. Yeah. Yes. What has been involved in your week, Stephen? Well, you know what? On television on the weekend, uh, when I woke up uh, after a couple of nights working in my other job, uh, there was a whole documentary on the National Rugby League's disability competition, which they're trying to start up. Right. It hit my heart after Reconciliation Week and talking to said Ian Darling and Yvonne Sampson. And then later on that same show, I interviewed an African-American who came from poverty. And when I saw these, literally, it touched my heart, these people with disabilities of all kinds having a crack at rugby league and eventually make it into the Indigenous competition uh, to play one of the older boys' comps uh, who gave them a fair run, you know. It, it was it was twenty four zip or something at the end, and it was heartwarming, Chris. Well, this is a sport, Dennis, that cops a lot of criticism. But you know, here we go. What Stephen's talking about: the Newtown Jets this weekend at Henson Park yeah. have Pride and Diversity Round, where the tagline is "Everyone is welcome." Yes, except Bulldogs fans. Yes. <laughs> Can this sport stop giving? No, it can't. It, it, How it, big it, is its heart? Yes. <laughs> Well, given the rubbish it goes through, its heart has to be enormous to deal with the clogged arteries that they're <laughs> But I will pick up one point. You said this is a half round and it's about opportunity. And there's always a fear with uh, with the origin rounds that the evil of AFL might come in. And, you know, there was an AFL game in Sydney this weekend. And there's only a couple of rugby league games. Mm. And, boy, the crowds that turned up to see this new sport of AFL from the Greater Western Sydney playing the Gold Coast Suns, it was huge. It's I cool. had not noticed. Did you, Chris? No, I missed it. Yeah. No, there was, uh, was uh, 7,500 people turned Gee, up. Wow. Which, you know, <laughs> yeah. not, not quite as many as the Jets get. Well, I was going to say, those 7,500 people then went next door and watched Canberra, <laughs> Canterbury. So it was a bit of a draw, really, wasn't well, it? Well, it was beautiful for me because I did notice in the crowd there was a guy with a Raiders jersey. And to me, if I see someone in a Raiders jersey in Sydney, the Raiders win that week. It's 100% oh. success. Did you see one at the AFL game? I saw one at the AFL game. Fantastic. There was a Raiders jersey, and you know this. The week that Raiders played Souths, I saw none. I saw no jerseys. Hmm. Has your week been taken up with disco duties again, Dennis? Are yes, you just was. so much on the road that you don't get out there into the cultural milieu? Oh, I get, I get both. I get well. Obviously, I go to rugby league game, so I got to Penrith on the week on Thursday. So that's very, you? very highly cultural. Hmm. And then went to St Mary's Band Club on Saturday night and played uh, played the disco. Three sets, and Pat was asking before what the big song was tonight. Boogie Wonderland. Oh, that's, that's, that's when you fire. Maurice White, 
So as I said, everything old is new again. Yeah. yeah. And where do, you, where do you stay when you're in the Penrith region? Because obviously you're out there all weekend. Oh, I drove home. Okay. <laughs> I have a car. Finger on the pulse, this man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Stephen, <laughs> speaking of pulses, uh, Vivid still has a pulse, does it? Absolutely, Chris. Uh, I, I, a record for myself, you know, as a man who has to see as much as I can, I saw five bands in two and a half hours in the Surrey Hills Darlinghurst district on Friday night. I was pretty impressed with myself, yeah. yeah. And and who was the pick? Well, probably the bouncers that tried to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you what? Your name's not on the door? Just, you know, what just, do I say? You know, like, for God's sake. Uh, well, look, um, they're all different, Chris. This is the diversity we're talking about. It, Vivid reflects and imitates, really, rugby league. It's picked up all its cues from rugby league. I know that for a fact. Uh, as groundbreaking as rugby league is, as big as a heart it is, you know, as diverse as it is, that is vivid now, you know. So and, you're uh, not prepared to identify who you like, is that what uh, I'm hearing? No, well, I will, but we have more colours than Penrith, I should say, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jess O'Donoghue is a, is a, a singer of note, uh, daughter of Rory O'Donoghue. You may remember the Arnie Jack show. Of course. Wow. Yes, exactly. Finn Arthur. Yeah. Passed away only a couple exactly. of years ago. Yeah. Finn Arthur. Uh, that was Zig- Boys O Macbeth. Is that right? Do you remember Boys Omega? I yeah. do, yes. What a great musical that Dunstanine. was. Dunstanine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I saw Dog Trumpet at Hotel Hollywood, which was quite uh, bizarre, with Reg Bass's uh, artwork streaming around the top of the building. Very nice. Uh, went to Harper and Harris, Simon Corbell, somebody you'd know well. Did yes. you have note? Yes. Uh, then up to Soda Factory where Florian was playing, and uh, that was uh, that was terrific stuff. Uh, and then I know Leopard at Oxford, who the, were my pick. And I yes, Packed House, I, I probably them. They're on the rise, aren't they? They're on the rise, yeah. Glam rock meets... I don't know what. Simon Corbell was doing the connection down at Mad Racket on sort of what's like pre-opening night of Vivid down in the... The Friday night, the first Friday. Opera House 4. Yes, yes, that's right. Uh, I went to the uh, Briggs Bad Apple show. Yes. uh, In the Joan Sutherland Theatre. I mean, hip-hop meets opera. Who are his guests? Just the ghost of Joan. uh, Well, uh, (laughs) I think the first act I saw were called Nookie. There was a uh, a rapper called Jesswa. Electric Fields played. Hmm. Briggs did the main set. He's to me, he's got a nice sort of uh, Ice Cube West Coast flavour going on. It's a roll, yeah. Hmm. And we got Dan Sultan and Jess Malboy towards the end of the. Uh, Jessing. Uh, well, you know, one of Briggs's songs. Did you? Yeah, yeah. 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 He did the rugby league one, Rise. I think it's called, isn't it? You know, right. that was, that was yeah, ex- yeah, yeah. He had a bit of a Raise league the flag. flag yeah. You know, <laughs> he had a few opinions, and of course, he's now Senator Briggs. And what teams he go for? Uh, didn't didn't disclose. Probably the Rabbitohs. Yeah, probably. Probably the Rabbitohs. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but he had, he had a big graphic, uh, sort of North Korea style, and he's Senator Briggs, and uh, you know that uh, he's got opinions. And Queensland, in breaking news, has discovered hip hop. Because Briggs is the pre-match entertainment up at Suncourse Stadium, where I believe you both will be for Origins. I'll be playing tunes, but they'll be making sure that Briggs doesn't use any F or C words. There'll be no Ben Hunts. <laughs> no. No, no Michael, Michael Lucking. I was, yeah. was going to say, what, F words like foreign? <laughs> <laughs> and C words like Cade Cust. Well, they're not going to say Freddie in Queensland, because no. Freddie is a New South Wales. No B Wales. words either. Yeah, no B words, no, no B nothing. Words, yes. Can I put no it to you guys? Names. I would love to actually achieve something in this show, because mm. let's face it, we haven't yet. <laughs> no. You know. Can we actually definitively decide, is it Freddie I.E. or Freddie with a Y? That's a good question, isn't Goodness. it? I think it's I.E. Mm, I would tend to I.E., but I see yeah, it I both ways. Yeah. That's yeah. the same as that. Why does Spud Carroll have one or two Ds? And it's, while rugby league is open, inclusive, has a big heart, I don't yeah. think really grammars it's, it's, uh, and, and spelling and vocabulary is really its forte. Mm. I would argue yeah. that Spud had one D. Me too. And then when he opened the gym, the graphic artist made an error. Yes, couldn't spell. And he's embraced it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> Accidents Anyone can happen. Anyone has gone through the potato family will know it's just got one D, surely. Surely. So, look, should we, should we return to the NRL action and then Let's maybe, run through the game, shall we? Yeah, and what then, do you reckon? And then maybe turn our uh, thoughts to origin. 
Because let's face it, it's always tough when Origin is on because most of the articles that are written are, well, if they play good, they'll win. Mm. Uh, but there's been one or two bits of spice in Origin. But let's come to that a little bit later. Dennis, you were at Penrith v Manly? On Thursday night, yes. And? It was very cold. And um, <clears throat> what was glorious was the people who weren't natives of the Riff um, or further south, such as myself, who, you know, you put on a little woolen undershirt and you're fine. It, it, the cold, but all no. the people who'd come from the city, and there were a couple of people in the media box who'd come from the city, entirely unprepared, and they were wearing cute, like Michael Carianis looked about ten times his natural size because of the jackets he was wearing, but being a city boy, didn't wear an undershirt, didn't right. have a singlet, didn't have a Jackie Howe. There were no Manly Warringah supporters, though, surely. No, 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 I'm saying the media came from yes. the city. No, yes. Manly, it's... Come on, Penrith. This, they haven't crossed the spit bridge yet. And even though Abbott promised that he was going to, you know, get a railway up there yes. in 25 years. Oh, and nothing. the tunnel. Don't forget the tunnel. There's the tunnel. You know, they're going to go yeah. under uh, Balmain Lease Club yeah. and yeah, end yeah. up in uh, Balgala. Uh, wasn't there a tunnel proposed to cut through the Blue Mountains all the way to the west to make to open up the west? Oh, a, who was, and it, was that Elon Musk? Wasn't it Elon Musk? I think so. He said he could do it. Yeah. And it would land in Orange or Dubbo or... or Entirely pointless. I've just got a vision of... Pit stop at Penrith. I think there was a water tunnel as well. I've just got a vision of Thunderbird 2 coming down at Lapston or something and the mole coming out and just drilling all the way through. How good would that be? Dropping pod four, which then is the mole. Wow. Because we'd rather the, the, the Manly Warringah people go straight west, <laughs> not coming to the city or the east. Actually. Oh, it's easier if they just go straight east. Just <laughs> and, head out to and, sea. And can I describe Manly uh, without DCE and the Turbo Brothers as very brave? <laughs> yes, you can. But losers. They were brave, yeah. They put uh, up a brave and, show. And, and, and so no Nathan Cleary and they win? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you, you speak of the Clearies and that Vex relationship, and it's been a tough season for Coach Ivan so far. Mm. I'm not sure he's added to his oeuvre by describing the sin binning of his player, Jerome Luai, and I can never say this kid's name correctly, Jack Zeski or something like that, for South. He said the sin binning was nothing but handbags. Is that uh, appropriate uh, language? No, in it's not in this day and age. It is not. And I think the Rainbow Collective will be on his back pretty quickly. Yeah, well, because let's face it, I mean, you get hit by a handbag, you know all about it, don't you? Well, you would in this day and age, but you just don't use the term anymore, Chris. No, no. It's, it's been banned officially yeah. from 1987. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> just well, like Barry Humphreys has been banned. You know? <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> now, if I can go to Parramatta versus South, at, uh, well, it's back being a fortress after uh, four games. How brave was South? Back West. Well, I thought <laughs> they were brave, but they lost. Because you know they had no origin stars. So, they were, yeah, they were brave. <laughs> but um, uh, Fergo... Cop one in the uh, Jets crackers, as yes. you like to describe. Is there anything it? funnier? No. Can I say that? No. <laughs> or oh, referees falling over. It, uh, or, or referees. Linesmen falling over. Yeah, Linesmen yeah, yeah. falling over. Touch judges falling over. Yeah, that's always. Uh, good. That, that's all the media I got out of that game was you know quotes from Fergo. He's had a tough year, hasn't he? Up and down. Up and down. You the know. nose. The, no- the oh, testicles. I mean, if it can go wrong, if you can drop a ball or, or cop one in the Jets crackers, <laughs> it'll be Fergo, right? <laughs> he did a backflip as well. He's throwing well, in a backflip. He has. He has brought so back the Nathan Blacklock, hasn't yeah, he? Which, yeah, which an actual backflip, rather than a metaphor like. A, a DCE type, you know, yes. a, a genuine yes. athletic backflip. You run glorious. and you throw your legs forward. That's hard to do, I'd imagine. I'd imagine too, because I have never coming from <laughs> an ex-gymnast. Very hard to do to throw your legs forward and flip backwards. Very You're hard. A gymnast, on the run. Right? Yeah, I was a school champion. Is that right? Yeah, that, exactly. Oh. Right. There wasn't much competition. So even parallel bars, floor. <laughs> yeah, pommel I mean, horse. I wiped Mel Gibson's ass with it. You know, you only so, can when, run. When you say you imagine, have you actually done them in your days as a school champion gymnast? Did yeah, we you tried do everything. Yeah, but we tried them on mats. But did you succeed? Yes, 
But clumsily for quite a while. But he just looked like he just did it instinctively. And we now have something to achieve. Yeah. This is that this podcast, we're going to achieve a backflip. (laughs) And you talk about notoriety. Yeah, you were at school with Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, yeah, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, he was a little surly. Yeah, sure. A little angry, but, but he was a loner, and he was he was a you know septic tank, and he copped it. But like everybody copped it, you know. If you were Lebanese, you copped it. If you were a little guy like me, you copped it. If you were American, you copped it. If you were Chinese, you copped it. everybody copped it. What if you're all those things? Then you're in really trouble. <laughs> you would have been in you know, hell. Uh, it was a rough, tough school, and Mel didn't um, wasn't accepted very easily. What was the school? St Leo's College, Warunga, and it was a Christian Brothers boys only. You went to Leo's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, we were the you know the bastards down the road from Barker up there on Unwin Road. <laughs> yeah. What a great! It's like you got Win Stadium, got Unwin Three Avils. You know? <laughs> and I think I think he made his screen debut in Phil Avalon's Summer City. Had that happened as yet, or is he, the Thespian thing was yet to come? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he he did, had no interest that I could see. He was in, in, into athletics. Right. My dad tried to teach him how to long jump and hop, step, and jump. Right. But he was a sprinter. You know, he liked to sprint. You've seen the films. Yeah, yeah, he runs. He runs in every film. Like Tom Cruise Passion runs, of the right? Christ. He's just yeah. running the whole time that's, as Jesus. That's a sign of a superstar. If you can Jesus, run and look good running, you're in, you know. Wow. Um, but no, he, his sister said, go, go to Nida, go for an audition. You're, you're footloose. You've got nothing to do in your life. Boom. Inspired. The rest is history. Did he get in first go? I think he did. Wow, that's yeah, rare. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that was an opportunity missed, by the way, that of course he directed Passion of the Christ but didn't play Jesus. Maybe Mel as Jesus, we'd be having footage that would keep us warm. Yes. For nights on end. Yeah, I'd like to see a film of his past, though. That'd be interesting. Mm. Mm. Dennis. <laughs> yes. Dennis. Two great mates up against each other, Sticky oh, Stewart Dino and Sticky. Dino. Pato, Sticky said he took uh, Dino under his wing on a kangaroo tour and he approached the coach and said, I'd like Basil to room with me. Have you ever heard of why Dean Pato's called Basil? No. Mm-hmm. I'll look that up. I'll have it for you next week. What were your takeaways from your marvellous victory? You're back on the pathway of the fourth team, move over Newcastle, well, dot, My dot, takeaways dot. were, this is what's glorious about Origin Round, is seeing the kiddies mm. get their go and seeing Corey Horsberg, the redhead, the fiery new redhead with the most horrific haircut. Shock and do. Is Has it got a name for it? I haven't Unbelievable. seen it. Unbelievable. I don't know. It's so kind, curly of, it's red kind of a faux hawk. Sh- yeah, shave both sides, Ooh. so it's a semi-mohawk. Like, and, then, and then head tape, mass, like three inches of black head tape around it. Yes. And uh, I think it's just to, con- to try and contain the anger. Yeah. Um, and I think he's shaved a lot of the red hair off to try and, again, curtail that, f- that fiery anger that he's got. Yeah, but traditionally gaffer tape pulls out here. Oh, but it's head tape. It's the it's the it's copolymer a, head tape, uh, such that it sticks to itself, hair. not his head. Yeah. You know the stuff that Junior Pierce has at uh, Dennis Carnahan's oh, Rugby League the Musical. Yes, yes, I've got yes. a roll of it here, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Always ready. Always right. ready. Speaking of anger, what about Hudson Young facing seven weeks on the sideline for an eye gouge on good guy Aidan Tolman? Well, it's an interesting one because it's you know the same thing happened to Josh Maguire. Josh Maguire was uh, deservedly so. Well, but no, he didn't get a suspension. He got no. a fifteen or three and a half thousand dollar fine, which when you're on five hundred thousand a year, three and a half. <laughs> Didn't even notice. You know, the poor old TAB is going (laughs) to drop three and a half grand. But uh, Hudson Young, he wasn't looking, doesn't much appear on camera, which is the same. So it's going to depend on whether Aidan Tolman complains on on what level of complaint he made. He won't complain. He's a good guy. He'll leave it on the field. Where is the eyeball? Well, the eyeball's still in. So it's actually separated from the eye. Yeah. That was that's that would be evident. That's circumstantial. He's still evidence. got his hand. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. He's still stuck on his but, finger. What's going to say is someone's knee obscured the actual uh, ah. contact for most of the duration yeah. of the alleged contact. Yeah. So it's ironic that a, a photoshopped. Do you think? Yeah. Well, I think the, mo- the most beautiful part of it was the, it didn't appear on camera. Aidan Tolman said he gouged my eye. He gouged my eye. Probably dropped some Carmichael's while he was saying it. Um, no, he wouldn't have because he's a good guy. He's a good right. guy. Yeah. Um, but then, what, what's 
inflamed the whole thing is when S. Burgess has come out and said, oh, yeah, no, it's a dog act. It's a dog act. And, you know, it's, 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 wow. it's a rough game, but it's a dog act. And he's, yeah. got a, he's got a history of this. You know, he's done this sort of thing before. He said this. Yeah, because Hudson Young and Corey Horsburgh were the ones who absolutely hammered Sam. And Sam felt it was disrespectful to have these young bucks tackling him. And he's a firebrand. Can Sam spill that? Me. No. Disrespectful? No. Can he say well, it? Well, he, he, if, if he had his own teeth and his nose hadn't been broken 13 different directions, he might be able to. But yeah. Corey said, hey, disrespectful. Yeah. What did you <laughs> say? Disrespectful. Pardon me? <laughs> Subtitle Sam. He, um, he came, well, again, I think Henry the Green Engine when I see Sam. Um, but he came out and said that. And he's copped seven weeks. Like, it's, it's five weeks with an early guilty plea oh. for this um, alleged eye gouge. And I... You know, I couldn't. You can't see his his onka paringas getting into the mince pies. Wow. I, you, you can't see it, and it's done already. Well, he's been charged, so it's, okay. they've got to choose whether right. to fight it or not. And of course, John Bateman returned from the north of England to steer you to a victory. How bad is Canberra that if you get an injury, you decide to get on a plane and fly to the other side of the world to spend a few weeks in the to north rescue. of England, in the north of England, <laughs> yeah. to get away from Canberra? That's crazy. <laughs> Similar. Now, now, there was a game yesterday. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans took on the North Queensland Cowboys. All I know about this game is there's an uh, expose in the Telegraph about the Izzy Folau situation. And Izzy was going to take down his controversial Instagram post until his father said, if you do, you'll go to hell. And Izzy understands that hell is Titans versus Cowboys on continuous So work. explain to me, so the listener that doesn't know anything about this, Izzy Folau put up a post saying you will go to hell if you are gay or homosexual. Idolaters, yes, fornicators, drunks, yeah, yes, yes. basically, Australia's yeah, yeah, yeah. going to hell. Unless you've confessed and had your sins absolved in the Catholic Church. You've like got to repent. Pat and I do, you yes. know, regularly. Uh, but, but now his father's stepping in saying, you know, if you've seen this thing, but then you try to take it down, you will definitely go to hell. Because you're expunging the word of God from of the public record. Yes. Yeah, and hell is Titans versus Cowboys on yes, continuous yes. loop. And did this come from the Pope? Um, no, it came from Missy's father, which is probably a higher authority okay. when you think about oh, it. Okay. <laughs> so just the digital it, age just does uh, throw up some uh, opportunities, doesn't it? It does, yeah. and you know we're one of them. Yeah. I've, and, just, and, I've just called it up: drunks, homosexuals, adulterers, liars, fornicators, thieves, atheists, idolaters. That's fair, the list. Fair, fair collection. And and, and what, what slightly disappoints me about the whole thing... Lovers of disco. Was if you actually go to the original quote, there's a couple of other categories that don't get a run. Uh, Revilers, for example. Right. Right. And, I mean, let's face it, revilers don't get much publicity. They do and not. And this was an opportunity for them to push their cause, and Izzy's let them down. He's let so many people down. <laughs> yes, yes. Speaking of letting people down, Dennis, you have yeah. a song for today? Look, I do. But I just, just thinking about this, liars. He said liars. Liars. Hell awaits them. Rugby league. Wayne Bennett, oh, yes. Jimmy the Jet, oh, yes. Uh, yes. Robo. There's evidence. Scapula, broken scapula. Yes, 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 like, yes, the yes. lies in rugby league. It's yes. a game built on lies. It yes. is. But what, I've, what I was really taken by this week was the emotion of Kevin Walters. And it was such an emotional press conference he gave after the full 20-minute press conference after naming the Queensland Origin team. The bottom lip was quivering. He was a shaken. He was just so beside himself with joy and with passion and with Queenslander. And it was just magnificent. I, I was... It sounded a lot like the, the mother in, in Pride and Prejudice. He was all a flutter. He couldn't sleep. No one knows how he suffers. He was so passionate. DCE, wow. Oh. Cameron Munster, wow. Oh. Kalen Ponga, back where he belongs at fullback. I heard that, wow. I heard that phrase, uh, Ponga and Munster. And I thought, what sort of legal firm is that? Ponga and Munster. <laughs> Construction. They just specialise in construction law. Great name for a company, though. But he's still... What he's really trying to recover from is the fact that the octopus isn't there this year. 
And that's why he's so equiver, because he's trying to stay upbeat. He's trying to stay positive. We're not going to name New South Wales players. We're not going to name New South Wales. We're not going to use those words. They're also not using the word Cam Smith. Number 21. Number 21. And, th- and that's because this is... Well, Kevy came to me and said, I'm, I'm really struggling to deal with the emotion of this. Obviously, he's an Ipswich boy. Ipswich boy is very sensitive, very yeah, emotional times. Very. Um, and so we sat down together, and this is a song that we came up with to Cam Smith hmm? from Kevy. I could hardly believe the news the other day When Cameron Smith declared that he'd retire He's been carrying Queensland for more than a decade With Cameron gone, the Queensland team looks dire they're just a bunch of duds, but Cameron's always made them look good. So tell me this before you go. Cameron, how are my maroons to win without you? You've been carrying Queensland for so long. Dynasty is all but gone without Camp Smith, JT, or Cooper Cronk. I am wow. I'm breathless. It almost makes you feel sorry for Queensland, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, with the emotion that uh, Dennis was extraordinary and the falsetto. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah. The way you just slid up to that. Should have heard. I wish we could have got Kevy into singing. His falsetto yeah. is sublime. Did you, so hear Kev- any, did you hear any of that at Vivid at the gigs you went to? That sort of falsetto no, work. Nothing touched me like that. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, so Kevy, I mean, obviously this is he's unsettled. He's looking at the, the black heart of failure, right? Yes. He's staring it down. He's all a twitter and all a flutter, as you said. It's just it's unsettling him. But he's he's reached out to magic, hasn't he? All sorts of weird weird and wonderful ways to get some help. My. My personal mate, Bradley Charles Stubbs, the coach whisperer. Yes, referred to just recently by somebody else as the punish. <laughs> <laughs> well, Correct? That's the, that's the South Sydney view. Divisive character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. But, but let's face it. He wouldn't it, have it any other way. All the great visionaries are divisive. Of course they are. Yeah. You stand out, you're going to get your head chopped off. It, well, I believe is, it's is he the Malcolm X of rugby league? Is that of course what? he is. <laughs> it's biblical. A prophet is never accepted in his own town. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Not until he's dead. No. No. Or he comes back victoriously and <laughs> yeah. gets crucified. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this sort of arms race that we have now in Origin, because Origin is arms the, race. It's, it's the worst. <laughs> well, it's a war. It's Come the. On. It's, an, it's a war. Kevin said that. I thought it was a war of peace, love, and understanding. No, no, no. Who can out out hippie each other? You know what I'm saying? There's Freddie with his go... bare earth, his bare feet, his holding hands, and all the rest of it. Mate, <laughs> mate, a cannon with flowers on it is still a cannon. It's still a cannon. <laughs> I get right. it. Yeah, yeah. And we all remember Tiananmen Square. You know, <laughs> That's right. thirty years ago. Oh it was my 30 god! Years ago. Talk about that brave man with a handbag. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Talk we about nothing but handbags. We know who the winner's going to be, don't we? But I. But I'm thankful for this because my concern, short rounds, uh, players not playing NRL, yeah. uh, having to play Origin, is that there are no interesting stories. It's like if, you know, if Queensland hold the ball, they'll win. You know, if New South Wales play good, they'll win. And that's where Bradley stepped in. Yeah, giving us a, a story. Yes. Yeah. But it's sort of like, who, who can be more soft? Who can be more new age? Mm. Who can be more caring? That's right. Yeah, who's more in touch it's with their like feelings? It's like a race to the soft bottom, isn't it? <laughs> And with Freddie Earthing, and you know, this is of course here at Liqueur, they're very, very concerned about this because yeah. the magnesium doesn't come from from nowhere; it no. comes from somewhere. China. Well, it comes from China, and yes. they're embargoing it. Well, it's the, it's the tariffs war playing out writ large. You know, once Trump steps on China, China says we'll ban it. Lo and behold, 
Lecure is going to go down. Would, would the this, Blues will go down. Wouldn't this be ironic if the Blues lose simply because Lacure couldn't get hold of its magnesium from China? Yes. It went for local suppliers and the Blues have already got it in their feet. Yes. Damien Cook can't get his 45-minute float and yeah. he goes in on Wednesday night. A dud. Just totally. Yes. Because he hasn't slept. Oh. Yeah, he hasn't slept, yeah. My He's God, what a problem. backwards, not forwards. Yeah. <laughs> Origin's not sold out. Is it not? No, oh. no. Is there waning Have interest? you told them not to be playing music? Well... <laughs> Sorry, news just come through. Origin has just sold out. But, but, but with all the cams, yeah. right, all the cams that we get, we get now uh, corner post cam. There's going to be coach cam. No Cam Smith, though. No Cam Smith. Right, That's okay. Right. Yeah. The main cam. Yeah, so the coaches, uh, cams on Kevin and Freddie. Yeah. People are so entranced and in love with the coverage, they don't want to go. going to kill us all. But what about this? Is it, We're actually going to get deep player insights in the coverage of Wednesday night. We'll have yeah. Billy Slater... Who'll give you an inside look at how it's what it's like to win? And how schmick is he looking? Oh, he's the other great. night I just I was stunned. I was stopped. I said I said to my partner, "Look at that man. He's shiny. He's smooth. His suit is he's impeccably tailored. He's got a twin set. Uh, it was all color coordinated. He was grinning like a fool. It was incredible. You yeah. know that he signed a pact with the devil. He's he's coaching AFL. That's what it is. It's the ah. devil. The devil turns up in Prada. The devil doesn't it's turn up in working clothes. Something we need to look clothes. at, boys. I think. <laughs> Go, go with the devil. <laughs> and, and, and what I like about uh, Billy is he's making a commitment. There was in the uh, Parramatta South game, you know, the like Sterlo is good at predicting the action. Yeah. And Billy goes, oh, they've got to go left here. And then I think it's uh, Totola, step right and scored under the post. But at least he was committed. <laughs> I hate that. And Gal, of course, will be there giving you all the insights yeah. about what it's like to lose at Origin. Yes, yes. <laughs> Having lost 10. Five as Gal must be very happy about that Mexican boxer on the weekend. Oh. You know, the big fat bloke. The big well, the unit. little fat bloke. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That was rigged, surely. Surely that was a setup. Well, that was a rig. <laughs> but wasn't that wasn't that the reverse rugby league boxing match that yeah. you've got the absolutely fit unit, a la Sunny Bill, Sunny Bill or, against the, some yeah, sort of bloke they yeah. found at the pub? Sorry, I don't know if you, if you saw the polygo that Justin Hodges beat in twenty six seconds. <laughs> and this this Louise kitty from Mexico, yeah. Mexico, America looked like yeah. he was a patsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, this is some sort of deal because of Trumpism, right? That's you know, right. the wall and everything else. You know, keep the Mexicans. I, I, I agree. The whole match was a metaphor for Brexit. I thought. <laughs> But, you know, I am waiting – technology is great, but I'm waiting for that, that – I don't think what the biggest cell rugby league has is impact. You know, when, when, when you – Collision. Collision. When you see that bloke who catches the ball, God, I feel for him, that runs in and there's four, four men of 105 kilo about to stop him dead in his tracks. If you could have some sort of reading, so you had a shirt that could read impact and make a noise like Hollywood Foley sounds, you know, every time it happens, I'd love that on television. You don't, you don't, they, actually, style. they actually do have that. They have this yeah. shirt which measured, and it happened on the Matty John show in 2010. And you where, can read that, you know. Arn Doe yeah. actually did it. He wore the pressure shirt with the GPS. <laughs> and it was to measure how hard the impact was. Wow. And, and I think I think it was manner that hit him hardest. It was yeah. something like 11 Gs. It was it was the force which which would, at which well, fighter pilots black out Those indicators. You know, the, the Easter show, when you used to hit the oh, hammer, yeah. you know, and you go, oh, look how strong I am. We'll yeah. go up to a 10. Yeah, you, you know. a bell. <laughs> a bell ringer. And, and so when you hear the impact and you see it, and there's a rating, you know, oh, my God, he just hit 114. Well, that was Hello, the old, the old Roy. Well, it was the old Roy and HG thing, wasn't it, where you could get into the tackle booth and it started speechly and it'd go up through to Gilmeister. Like a kissing booth, but a tackle booth. Yeah, the yeah. 4D century experience. Oh. Fantastic. By the way, I don't watch Brush With Fame with Ando, except for last week because Danny Minogue was on it. And can I just say, you love Danny she's Minogue? adorable. I mean, yeah. the Minogue just seems so nice to me. Well, I worked for Danny Minogue once for an album launch, and when I played Zap, right, not familiar with most Australians, she turned, she said, love that. There you go, Roger Troutman. There you go. So, she is. Ah, to die for. Yeah. 
Now, speaking of singing, the anthem yep. controversy. Ah, Cody Walker yeah. has been backed up by Josh Adokar, used to be a tiger. Latrell Mitchell, future rabbit. And now Will Chambers, they won't be singing. And I think it's somewhat ironically, Briggs is the pre-match entertainment. <laughs> well, I, I think it's, it's, it's a little bit different here to the US in that the, the Indigenous peoples of Australia have been here for... You know, they had a, this hard archaeological evidence of a trade network, a national trade network, 40,000 years ago. Right. So they are the longest existing culture. And I think the problem is we are young and free. It's not about being girt yeah, by sense. Yeah. We are gotcha. young. How, how are we young when we're the oldest? And that's where they're saying it's not acknowledged. Now, Peter Beattie has come out, and I love Peter Beattie. He's a great part of the well, show. Well, he's been he's on this show. He's been on this show, loves this show. Listen to How Are You, Peter? Um, he's actually come out and said there's no requirement for players or fans to sing. There's no, there's no mm. law that says you have to sing. Never and, has been. And, and, and yeah, this is a state of origin. Through, and it's, it's a state of origin, so it's not an international game. Yep. But if you, it was one of my favourite things when I was doing That's in Queensland film clip, going through and watching yeah. the players and all the, the people from the North or South Island of Queensland, they didn't know the Australian National Anthem. Yeah. So all the, you know, well, Carmichael, if I could ask you a little bit not singing. History. You don't have to sing. Dennis, you're, you're yeah. the music man. Um, first of all, is there a New South Wales Anthem? No, there wasn't, because New South Wales is only a colony. A colony. Well, this one of the most marvellous things I saw on Twitter was someone who tweeted, okay, you don't want to sing the anthem? That's fine. But if you're at the pub at 2 o'clock and K-San comes on and you up. don't sing along, and don't that sing is yeah. un-Australian. So you're thinking that maybe K-San could be sung for the Blues? What could be sung for the Queenslanders? K-San. K-San. That's K-San. in Queensland. Hey? That's, That's in Queensland. Queensland. <laughs> That's in Queensland. <laughs> Can we have a bar of that, please, Dennis? Sure. <laughs> just, just a chorus. <laughs> Where is Sydney? That's, That's in Queensland. Queensland. Where is Nullanby? That's, That's in Queensland. Queensland. Where's Port Headland? That's, That's in Queensland. Queensland. Queensland's everywhere. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. That's, That's a perfect Queensland answer. So, and also a bit of history. Was it, is, it was Bob Hawke that put up Advanced Australia Fair as a project? Is that fair oh, to say? It, it, it was, correct. Yeah. It was, uh, I thought it was prior to that. No, no, I think it was Hawkey. I think it's, it, they've been saying it's perhaps not the best part of his legacy. And who wrote the song? Because it was Dud Tune. I the don't origi- even know who the wrote the song. song. Oh, the original song's an 1800 song. Is it? Yes, and I thought it was. And, and like right out of the barrel for South? We use verses three and four, uh, two and three. Right. And so, you know, the third verse, Beneath Our Radiant Southern Cross, we'll talk it, it with th- hearts and it's hands. It's not La Marseille, is it? The, th- the, third, the third verse is actually better than the first. To make this commonwealth of ours renowned of all the lands, for those who come across the sea with bounteous plains to share. Whoops. That's why we never get that one um, with uh, what's the word with diligence or something let us all advance Australia fair so the second verse is actually young a and free though isn't it but it's the it's the young and free young white now, and free but what we don't have is the first verse and the fourth verse which sit there and say that you know if we go to war you'll see that under our chest a British heart still beats uh-huh <laughs> So that's the thing. Okay. That's, that, 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 so it has been manipulated. It has been it's manipulated. Fairly young it's been itself. censored. Yeah. But if you go back to the opening ceremony at the Sydney Olympics and Julie Anthony sang verses two and three, we were really thrown with the, the second of those verses. No yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is the best one. Yeah. yeah. That, that camera, that pan, by the way, yeah. which, you know, for time immemorial, players have not sung because they don't know the words, couldn't mm-hmm. be bothered, dot, dot, dot. But uh, Malcolm Knox... Uh, Malcolm Knox. Nine journalists. He's calling it bullying. Yeah, get rid of it, he says. Digital bullying. Take away one of the great <laughs> moments. Thanks very much, Malcolm. What else do you want to get rid of? Yes, Tackling? Yeah, yeah. Show us their feet. <laughs> Show us their buttocks. Their buttocks are more important in rugby yeah, league yeah, yeah. than their feet. Uh, uh, their Dennis, uh, Jackie Boy Whiten, I know the oh, player oh, very oh. close to your heart, making his origin just, debut just, off the bench. Can we just let me say it again? Yeah, Jackie Boy Whiten. Oh, hello. What's, what's his nickname <laughs> they, they call Jackie him? Jackie Boy. No, doesn't Siki call him... 
Has he got a different nickname for Sticky? You got something wrong with you coming, Chris? No. I don't know. No, I no, thought, I, had, I I thought know. there was just... another name for Jackie. But anyway. Jackie Boy. That's... He's had his uh, off-field issues. Uh, an assault conviction, I think it's fair to say. An assault conviction, yeah. Had a little uh, drunken rampage through Civic, mm. through the uh, the back alleys of... Uh... The Canberra nightclub precinct, which would be I mean, about half a block, I imagine. No, Canberra no. is just asking for it, isn't it? Now, now let's, let's remember Canberra doesn't have a lockout. Canberra has a nightlife, unlike Sydney. And it has a dark and underlying dark, dark web too, doesn't it? It yes. does indeed. It has They're it. still selling crackers there, aren't they, after dark? They're not. Yeah. I wish they were. <laughs> so he's written, he's written a little addendum to his contract on a napkin that says, if I am found in a Canberra nightclub in the Civic Precinct... Please report me to this station. Tear up no, my contract. Tear up my contract. <laughs> yeah. But he can have a nice dinner in the yeah. precinct with his wife. Don't pick me up and take me home. Yeah. Other, other origin gossip, um, Cameron Murray, another new blue a rugby union product uh, from Newington College, has just completed reading a novel that explains why vulnerability is good for the soul. That arms race continues, doesn't it? Who can be more yeah. gentle, in touch? But both Angus Crichton, Scots. Yes. Yes. Your boy Cameron Murray, Newington. Correct. They've read many books. Yes. Obviously. Yeah. That's a whole new world for rugby league, isn't it? And it's generational and, change, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Because if you look at the parents of David Fafita and Payne Haas, yeah. they're probably the sporting parents from hell because not only are they... <laughs> Are they vocal on the sideline? Yeah, yeah, They're vocal yeah, in yeah, the general yeah, community yeah. in ways that get themselves into trouble. You lose trouble. a tooth, they don't bother picking it up. Look, finally, I was moved oh, and I, and, and by a, a column I read in the uh, uh, the Nine Media. I keep having trouble saying that. Uh, formerly Fairfax, the Sun Herald yesterday, or yes, yeah, Sun Herald yesterday, Peter Fitzsimons, mm. singing the praises of NRL Chief Executive Todd Greenberg uh-huh. for biting the bullet and flying economy mm. while Fitzsimons was sitting in business class. I'm assuming Fitzsimons paid for his own ticket. He says, and you know, as a taller gentleman, I can yeah. uh, identify yeah. with this. Uh, he needs the extra leg room and space because, you know, 24-7 <laughs> he's working. Yeah. So he was beaming away, writing the magic that Remind he writes. Remind me never to fly business class <laughs> again, right? <laughs> On his laptop. And he said he was kind enough to send some chocolates down to Todd down the back of the jet. That's a bit smug, isn't it? It's not good. Is it? I, On one hand, he's praising. On the other hand, he's slapping them. Yeah. Oh, this is going to offend Steve. There's a, there's a TV show called Bounce, which is on Sunday nights after the AFL, and it's Jason Dunn. Have you heard of the AFL? Not after Guts. It's Victorian Rugby League. No. It's, what they, it's, the, right. it's a rugby league they play in Victoria. Mexico. And they have this yeah. segment in there called, <laughs> done by Spud Frawley called Cut the Crap, where they have a press conference, and then Spud Frawley goes over the top. Two Ds or one? Uh, just one D. And um, I think what you'll find, who was just who was just saying was, uh, what, what Peter Fitzsimons is saying, I really commend Todd Greenberg, this is what he actually meant to say, for acknowledging that rugby league's a working class game, belongs in an economy with no leg room, whereas I yes. played rugby and we belong in business yeah, class and totally, first class. Totally, class differences. Yeah, Even yeah. though the fact is that, of course, rugby is dying and rats are leaving the sinking ship, hence Cam Murray, hence yes, Angus Crichton. Because yes, yes. they've worked out... Uh, Johnny Wilkinson killed Australian rugby in 2006 World Cup. So there is no rugby. Three. Three. Follow, the money. Sorry, three. Follow the money. Follow the money. Rugby, yeah. you get the facts wrong, it's fine. Uh, cut, <laughs> cut the Crap, by the way, was the last Clash studio album. Not very well received. Had your polymath for a reason. They loved Mick the Jones, album. top of head and left the band. It was Joe Strummer and a bunch of hired guns. What year was this, Chris? Yeah, that's yeah. good. I mean, mid-80s, let's say. You know, like, Pat doesn't... Oh, it was yeah, before yeah, Pat was born. Yeah. Yeah, in the 80s. <laughs> Now, look, in wrapping up, as you guys are heading to Origin and I uh, am heading to Brisbane to miss State of Origin 1. Why, uh, why, Chris? uh, I've got got work. uh, I've got sporting commitments in Sydney and then working commitments in Brisbane the following day. At night? Yes. Yeah, basketball. Oh. So is this a this is a protest that you're flying? Yeah. This is, it's, it's like the Indigenous people not singing along. You're just going to not watch Origin in is protest. Right? The, the worst moment of my Origin life was probably we're flying to Europe in 2012 and we arrived in Dubai en route 
and the captain announced Queensland 21, <laughs> New South Wales 20, and that, of course, was the sinews come together, Cooper Cronk oh. field goal. I uh, said, so I was, perhaps in yeah, retrospect, yeah, yeah. I was bad. I missed it. Now, yeah. Just reflecting on what we've got coming up, uh, we've got uh, the new fire up on FBI 94.5 FM. The new fire as opposed to more yeah, fire up. Its, it's correct yes. name is new fire up. Yeah. Uh, 9.20 this Friday, Stephen. <laughs> I'm heading out to Bank West, Dennis, with you to see the Tigers in I Canberra. I can't wait for that. So I'm off to, I'm off to Brisbane to do a, um, a promotional tour for the Rugby League the Musicals National Tour of Queensland, which is actually going to geographically Queensland, as well as you know Griffith, Wagga, Canberra, Wyong, Wollongong. It's going all over Queensland. So I'm going up there next week. That's what I'm going up for. So I'm coming back from Queensland, especially for that game, and I can't so wait. So are you two going to sit together or not? Uh, yes, we are. You are? We are, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And Dennis can even wear his jersey. I once gave him uh, the licence to wear uh, all Canberra colours in a Balmain desert well, yeah. West Tigers. He actually, desert. He actually <laughs> gave me... Yeah, it was... It Permission. Was a, it was a, Written form. But I turned up with framed jerseys and posters and <laughs> You carried a lot, are you? The whole kit, your helmets. <laughs> I won't bring the whole lot this time. Yeah. I won't bring my Chris Yosselman. And your hand, yeah. Oh, the Viking clap. clap. Yeah. And on Sunday, I'll be at the Crowbar down in Annandale for PWA Green Label Wrestling because I do a bit of wrestling calling, but I'll just be watching that. But Stephen... I don't want to let this episode go without saying that you're in the company of Spike Lee this week. How was that? Yeah, look, uh, my colleague, uh, Troy Loudon, Vivid Ideas, brought Spike out, but I supplied some music beforehand with Andrew Buchenia, and uh, Spike loves sport. Yes. Not only did he get the Knicks in every second he could, he spotted somebody in a Boston Red Sox hat and said, you, security, take this man out, and took it all the way until the Vincent no, I'm just joking. You know? <laughs> and he asked to see um, a contingent of talented, generally sort of in a cultural fashion or sporting fashion, uh, indigenous um, chaps and lasses and kiddies, lots of them. Yep. Beforehand, they were so excited, and, and as the solo Sydney boy said, Redfern stands and, you know, salutes, you know. Do you think he walked out a South fan? I wouldn't be surprised me. if he's wearing a cap in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, I wouldn't Crow. be surprised. Yeah, I like Crow. Crow. Yeah, 40 Lama. acres and a mule goes out, the <laughs> South Cap goes on, you know. <laughs> Dennis, any closing thoughts? Any closing thoughts? Um, oh, just bring on the Tigers. Thank goodness. Oh, actually, no, my, my closing thoughts are thank God for the Bulldogs. <laughs> Stephen? <laughs> well, well, I'm just looking here, and the Dragons are playing the Bulldogs on Monday. Oh, thank Four God. Four o'clock thank on Monday. God, yes, long weekend. Bulldogs. Long weekend. Yeah, okay, all right, I'll be somewhere in Vivid. <laughs> but, but, but does that mean you can, for once, yeah. uh, see the game without being affected by your sold-out show on FBI Sundays afternoons, 5pm? That is true, my sold-out. Yes. You mean it's, I've sold out my soul? It's, yeah, unlike Suncorp Stadium. it is Stadium. a sold-out thing, no one can get any tickets anymore? Or, no, it's a sold-out show, you're right. Uh, yes, Monday, not a bad time, thank you very much. I'm sure I've got an event to go to, but uh, gee, we might win that one. And can I just leave you with a thought? Uh, if you watch the Fox Network, they have a sports magazine show called The Back Page and Tony Squires was interviewing Australian Formula One racing champion Alan Jones and he was talking about how in the 70s uh, his uh, racing car was sponsored by Durex, the condom manufacturers, right? right? And he said, now I'd be a hero for that but in those days yeah, it was seen reviled. as an outrage and a disgrace. Yes, of course. Right? And the BBC <laughs> didn't want to cover... <laughs> The race is hilarious, isn't it? Yeah. But he said, we were in a pre-championship race at Brands Hatch in 1976. And he said, I was in the Durex uh, Williams car and they had to cover me because I spent the entire race up the backside of James Hunt. And, <laughs> and you can see Tony Squires on air going... Holding it, holding no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I won't do that. It's the commentator's curse. Well, yeah. this has been More Fired Up. Yeah. Uh, enjoy your origin, everybody. How can you not? And yes. we'll see you very soon. Thank you. Fired up, ready to go.